An estimated 1.8 billion girls, women and gender non-binary persons menstruate. And yet millions cannot manage their period in a safe and dignified way. According to the UNICEF, 71% of teenage girls in India remain unaware of menstruation till menopause. You know, farming, my father is blacksmith, my mother, they never went to schools. Uh, so I grew up in such uh, uh, families and uh, being a blacksmith daughter, uh, I had a very rough uh, childhood. So then when I, um, you know, reached in my teenage uh, where I started this menstrual, uh, I mean, these periods, I was with my uncle's place and those those aunts, they gave us, they gave us uh, clothes and they, they taught us like, you need to keep using these, uh, you know, again and again. And that time we never heard about the pads and those clothes I keep using over the years, over the years. Welcome to Women Interrupted, a podcast where we deconstruct the many ways women are interrupted in India. Not just while they are trying to speak or make a point, but also from accessing the most basic rights of education, equal economic opportunities, equal pay, equal distribution of household work and personal freedom, access to healthcare. Each week I will tell you a hard-hitting story about how women are still struggling against patriarchy and misogyny and a world of expectations of them as workers and housewives and caregivers. I'm your host, Nilanjana. I'm a journalist based in New Delhi. I went to Ames for my research. Uh, I used to live in a single room nearby the Ames campus. So that room, the lady, uh, they, they did not allow um, those clothes. You can, I, I cannot, uh, dry those clothes outside so I always keep inside away from the sunlight away from the air and then when they dry with the moistures I I keep using again so I think that might be the issue that I grew up all kind of uh, uh, infection and then later it never uh, fixed it poor menstrual hygiene can pose physical health risks and has been linked to reproductive and urinary tract infections. I grew up in village. It's a very, very remote village. You had to uh, take the water from directly from the river. Nobody has those uh, water resources in their home. A majority of women and girls in India have limited options for affordable menstrual hygiene. We have with us Maya Vishwakarma. She is known as the Pad Woman of India and runs the Sukarma Foundation that raises awareness about menstrual health in rural India. Uh, we have a small setup, not very big. So then those, those, those uh, district order that we cannot open any business. Even now we, we are not working because we cannot put uh, our worker on the risk. Even though it is uh, um, it, it's open partially, but still we are we are uh, you know following the rules and uh, giving them salary we are not cutting any salary we are giving them salary but we are not calling them and and working uh, for these uh, pads because we have enough uh, uh, stock so we are providing that, that that stock for now 
from a cancer researcher, you dabbled with politics for a little while, and now you are a full-time menstrual health activist. Why did you decide to work with menstrual health? To be frank, this is my personal story that bacterial stuff, but never they, that never fixed my uh, issue. Then I went to US for my study, like the PhD program. And there I also uh, developing uh, these infections over the years, like twice in a year, I, I, I got these infection even still now. Uh, so that triggered in my mind, like the girls like me who had a world class uh, healthcare facility and I could afford uh, good uh, medical health, uh, medical care, but still I could not fix my own problems. So think about all these girls, all those these women who never had um, this kind of care or they, they never even say about their problems because most of the women and girls, they hide these issues um, that never that, that they never shared with the families unless, until it is it is like really in on the last uh, something like severe. So then I thought like I need to do this uh, definitely and uh, when I went to US I keep visiting my village twice in a year and then slowly I can hear more noise about the UTI uh, and these hysterectomy operations and other women hygiene issues. So then I thought like I really need to do something because I'm a researcher, I worked in a cancer research lab. And this is how my background and, and people here in my village, they respect and they also listen and they also uh, say their issues. So then I, I thought I'm the right person, maybe start with uh, this uh, small initiative around my district, around my uh, hometown. So that's how the journey began. And I started uh, in 2015-16 um, and that's where I also met Arunachalam Murganatham. Uh, that time he was not that uh, famous before the Padman movie and he was kind of a, a mentor in this journey that he guided me uh, how to start this manufacturing pads and this awareness and, and so on. So. You know, even in urban areas, not a lot of women use sanitary pads. Uh, cloth is mostly used by women. You know, I mean, yeah, if that is the case in urban India, I'm sure in rural India also women probably prefer to use um, cloth. So was it difficult to convince them to, you know, shift to sanitary pads? Uh, well, the, the first thing they had a biggest issue about uh, uh, the cost because sanitary pad is very, very expensive for them here. Uh, and their family size is pretty big like you know in every family uh, there are four or five women who needs the sanitary pad so all together they cannot their family cannot afford it so actually they are they are ready to shift on sanitary pad if they have uh, cheap i mean affordable pads and also available on time so these two things are uh, uh, really difficult here because uh, if you get uh, 40, 60 rupees pads in Delhi, the similar whisper or a stay free pads you can, you, they use here. So think about the people who, uh, the family who had income like 2 lakhs rupees 
probably uh, per month uh, in Delhi and these guys they have 3000 rupees per month uh, in the village so how they can afford it so the the cost is is one of the major things and if you provide them like you know free or kind of subsidized like in our village uh, it was difficult in a beginning but uh, we reduced the cost we reduced against the donation so in my village we provide 5 rupees uh seven pads i mean one pack so all the women's and girls they started using it's been like two years that we have we are giving uh at this cost uh so uh they they can use like you know they have no difficulty that you know they are not reluctant that uh they they want use but the only thing you need to tell them pro and cons like you know if, what if they don't use what if they use and also uh it should be uh, i mean in in our area it's very extreme rural so uh, if you have remember all those marathi women they wear the different kind of sarees right they don't use yeah. undergarments so the pads you need a uh, undergarments right to attach with so most of the women they have shifted from that saree to the normal saree and then they started using this uh, it's very very basic but uh, that's really the reality here so they 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 don't most of the most of the women who are in a mid age like you know uh, 35 or 40 they don't use uh, undergarments so then you had to uh, give that option also you need to uh, uh, tell them like hey this is what this is how you need to use that then slowly they adopt that um, uh, uh, practice and they start using so in the beginning definitely it's a big challenge as countries went under lockdown to flatten the curve of the coronavirus schools which distributed free pads to girls closed and and uh, some school they used to provide the pads uh, uh during their class time right so that helped also uh, cut off and these anganwadi and these small uh, uh, these asha karyakarta they used to provide uh, the low cost pads but uh, again this this uh, government took uh, this corona at a uh, top priorities and they are not uh, giving any uh, funds and also these pads to these uh, small center so then they start againing selling those pads at a high rate like 30 rupees uh 6 pad for 30 rupees in the village so definitely these women they will not uh buy buy these pads because first of all they are not a good quality and second like you know they can't they cannot afford 30 rupees pads packet because 6 pad is not enough for one period we need at least two uh pack for one time periods uh most of the women they they start again using these clothes whatever they have in in their house uh, and uh, the budget is also because uh, there's no income in the in the house so they might have to uh, consider that you know we should have other stuff first later will this is our last you uh, know uh, preferable problem so we'll address this later a menstrual hygiene crisis is looming in india manufacturing units stopped making pads many of them instead started manufacturing masks uh for now that's really i mean i heard uh, my by one of my friend uh, she used to uh, manufacture these pads but all of the sudden uh, she saw like hey these masks are uh, 
you know profitable then she started uh, manufacturing this so it's it's really funny that you know we are not uh, focusing on uh, the most um, what do you call that like the most needed issue periods don't stop in a pandemic but in patriarchal societies like india they are also not considered a crisis uh these pads are not uh, subsidized like we if we buy if you buy the pad from delhi uh you need to pay gst right you need to pay some taxes on that so at least during this lockdown they should they should keep this free from these uh state or uh estate or the other tax so that uh, families or or the girls and women uh they can afford it like you know few rupees at least uh, they can make a difference so that's how they should plan and and they should have more supplied uh and stock uh, in the rural area they should move on these these uh, stocks in in more needy area because because in, in the cities you might have many sources like you ma- you might have manufacturing unit around uh, around the cities but in the village they don't have any other sources uh, until you know um, until these uh, big stock uh, comes to them you know we first of all we really need to revive these um, this this politics uh, at the top level and then only we can uh, think about these uh, system change and all that because everything everything coming from top to the bottom nothing is going from bottom to the top so so they are they are deciding those issue uh, they never visited the ground they never hear those ish, those women issues and they are making these policies which is useless at the ground thank you for joining us this week on women interrupted make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast so that you will never miss a show While you're at it and if you found value in the show we would really really appreciate it if you would simply tell a friend about the show for any inquiries or collaboration requests you can email me at womeninpandemic@gmail.com be sure to tune in next week for our next episode